Photoshelter presents Vision Slightly Blurred. I'm Alan Murabayashi. And I'm Sarah Jacobs. Sarah, I know you hate talking about gear, and I don't blame you, but when the holidays roll around, photographers want those stocking stuffers, and uh, that gift-giving spirit is in the air. And Photoshelter just released the photographer's ultimate holiday wish, wish list, which we created in conjunction with uh, Feature Shoot. And we asked a bunch of professional photographers what gear they were using and what gear they wanted. And so I figured, hey, we talk about what we like and what we want. But listen, I don't want to I don't want to restrict it to actual physical things. I also want to talk about experiential things with photography that you might want to do. Oh, wow. Huh? Okay. Oh, okay. So maybe really we can ping pong a little here. bit. All right, cool. But let me That's just plug that, that guide once again. You can you can get it at photoshelter.com. Download it. We, we talked to um, a variety of photographers in a variety of genres. But one of the people that we talked to is your friend, Amy Lombard. My friend, Amy Lombard. Who is not a gear person. Yes, in fact, she she says, quote, I'm not a huge gear person. What I need are pieces of gear that can help my flashes power all day long. A recent and affordable option I purchased was the Bolt PP500DR dual outlet power pack. Per Bolt, the pack when fully charged can power 2,700 flashes at full power. I use it to help, my sh- help shoot rapid fire GIFs and it has been great for me. So really, Bolt, please sponsor Amy Lombard. She is a big fan. <laughs> Amy is famous for using on-camera or near on-camera flash. Yeah, handheld flash. And that's actually, yeah. I, I didn't know she was she was shooting GIFs with flash. That's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yes, she's been doing it a lot recently. She shot for MTV's VMAs, and she made these oh, like, all right. great GIFs. I know, yeah. Uh, I love the fact that she's not obsessed with more me- megapixels. She's just like, I need 2,700 <laughs> flashes. <laughs> she needs so much light. I love it. Well, you know, I was thinking of what gear I would really like. And uh, my friend Chris Michael has been shooting with Leica, and he's been testing out the new Leica SL2, which is their mirrorless interchangeable lens camera. And I've seen a couple other reviews as well. And I got to say, some of the images out of that camera look beautiful. Really? Like the clarity. There's something Mm. about the clarity. Mm -hmm. And of course, everyone's post-processing to taste. But there's something about those images that look gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Do I need another Leica in my life? The answer is no. (laughs) So Humble brag. Yeah. If I had to pick a more practical camera... I'd probably go with the Sony a7R IV because, not that I need more megapixels, but I found that the eye tracking in the autofocus system is unbelievable. Oh, okay. That's real. And, you know, I've missed so many photos because I can't focus on people's faces fast enough. Uh-huh. Um, and I just think for that, that would, that would take up my percentage of keepers by like 50%. With that purchase right there. Am I ready to switch systems from Nikon to Sony? I'm not quite there yet. Mm. But, you know, if Santa's stuffed a couple $5,000 extra in the, in the stocking, then uh, then, you, then maybe. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But also, Alan, just, just a reminder that soft focus never hurt anybody. Well, you never really want soft eyes, but I, no, I, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, I you no, mean. I, I agree. That's what do you true. got? What do you got? What do you need? So first on my list uh, is light. I would love the Profoto A1 Air TTLC Studio Light for Canon. Um, this is a pro, a pro photo strobe that you can put on your camera 
that's amazing. Oh, An I've amazing used piece of gear. the A1 before. That thing is big. Wait, what? No, it's not. No. No, that's a big flash. I mean, for, for I mean, for that's being, like a hand. I could ha- like handhold yeah. it, right? But yeah, compared yeah. compared to like the Canon version or the Nikon version of the of the hot shoe based flash, right? That's a big honking piece of flash. That's I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that. Um, I was at ComplexCon this earlier this month, and I saw one of my favorite photographers out on the floor, Jason Noxedo. Obviously, I went up to him and acted as though I had met him before just so I could say hello. Anyways, he was carrying around one of these, and I was, like, so jealous. You know, the funny thing to me about you, Sarah, (laughs) is you're not a gear person, (laughs) but, man, you love you some pro photo. I do. You love pro photo. I do. Pro photo. (laughs) Please. So this is just going to be a giant please sponsor like various <laughs> photographers, including myself. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have just more recently really fallen in love with pro photo strobes and uh, the modifiers that they make. And it's just, good quality. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. ridiculously priced, but they're very, very good quality pieces to- of gear. Totally. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, that's my, that's my second highest price point. Okay. One. Anyway. And you? Um, I was thinking about uh, some experiential things. I half joke about going to see Antarctica or the Galapagos before they melt or fall into the water because of sea level rise. We were talking a few podcasts ago about Chris O'Young, who works over at Photo Shelter, a great concert photographer. But him and his wife uh, had an opportunity, I think it was last year or the year before, where a friend of a friend or somebody... uh, got them really inexpensive tickets to go on an Antarctic cruise because I think someone dropped out at the last moment. So there were two seats open left on this boat and to see his images from Antarctica and have having seen other photographers images from Antarctica, it looks unbelievably magical. The only problem is I get really seasick and apparently crossing over (laughs) from South America into Antarctica is like one of the roughest and worst experiences that many people have had. Really? Um, Even on a big boat? Even on a big boat. Dang. Uh, And so apparently there's like you can there's one flight that that will take you. Um, But who knows? So maybe for that reason, the Galapagos would be the alternative. Uh, But the notion of being out in these really remote places to have that scenery, to experience something that might not be there in 30 years or will have substantially changed in 30 years because of climate change stuff that, that's going on. It seems like you got to get in on that sooner rather than later. Yeah, that makes sense. So you want to take a trip. Yeah, but you know, these are these trips. Uh, so there's a, a number of outfits that do it. Nat Geo Travel does some, some great tours up there, but they're not cheap yeah they are you know these are eight thousand ten thousand twelve thousand dollar boat rides mm-hmm. and again i don't do well with boats so i will have to figure that out <laughs> i'll have to figure that you're out you're gonna need a private jet <laughs> <laughs> or like a huge private boat right a huge private boat yes <laughs> i i've talked about it on the podcast before i'm obsessed with my fuji instax mini camera i love it i love carrying it around i love (laughs) wasting film trying to figure out the settings on it um so what i need is more fuji instax mini film how how many exposures do you get in a pack you get 10 and if you buy them uh 
I usually buy, I'm old school. I go to the B&H store. I work near it. Yeah. So I go, I physically go. And it's like $12 for a $10 for 10 exposures. pack. Mm-hmm. Which is not bad. I mean, you know, not great, huh. but not bad. Yeah. Cheaper than a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> sure. Not, is that our not metric? Not that they're equivalent. <laughs> is that our metric? You shouldn't smoke, but I'm just saying. I mean, if we're going to have an obsession, I guess pick right. the cheaper one and that's Instax. Yeah, totally. So I, I want to get more of the black and white uh, ones. Oh. Black and white color. I want all of it. But why do you like the mini versus the gigantors? I... There's, I don't know. I don't know, Alan. Huh. I don't know. Maybe you should think about that before you start throwing out your wish list. <laughs> I know. I really, I, I threw this together quickly, but that's something that I always want. Okay. Going with the experiential things again, the International Center of Photography, previously located in Midtown, had a really cool space, which is now the uh, Steinway showroom. Then they moved into Nolita. Had a pretty cool cool space there. I went to both, yeah. Okay, and then they gave up that lease, and they have a new building that will be open allegedly in January of 2020 on Essex Street on the Lower East Side. Oh. So I'm just really excited to have that little photographic exhibition space slash museum slash learning space Mm -hmm. reopen all together in one cool building. And the renderings look pretty cool. Uh, I haven't actually walked by there, so I don't know what it looks like in real life. But um, to have that be at full power once again in New York City, along with Photografiska, which is supposed to be opening uh, soon as well, to have like two photocentric things going on alongside the renovated MoMA, it's an exciting time for photography in the city. So do, do you want like a membership to it or...? Uh, you just want to see it. Well, I just want to see it. Yeah, I should probably get a membership. I should yeah. probably get a membership. Yeah. Um, we are so used to viewing photography on the computer nowadays. And even when you have a 27-inch screen or a 30-inch screen, it is not the same as seeing a big photo in real life, 50 inches, 60 inches, 100 inches. It's just not the same. No, and And that, that's, that's true with art of any kind. Yeah. Seeing it in person has a different resonance than, you know, listening to music through headphones or viewing a painting uh, on on uh, on the wall of a museum versus on the screen of a computer. So I'm psyched for ICP to reopen. Awesome. Okay, yeah, I guess on uh experiential wish list for well, I'm just thinking like 2020 now. This okay, is like yeah. past Christmas. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it in there. I just want to go into the woods and just take a lot of pictures. Which woods? I would love to be in the mountains of like Colorado, like in the Rocky Mountains. That's where I want to be. Yeah. Have you done that before? I have done that in New Mexico, not so in the desert, but not, no, not in the Colorado landscape. I have not. No, but that is what I want to do. The first few times that I went over to Jackson, Wyoming, uh, I found that as a city boy coming from Hawaii, I was ill-prepared to deal with the elements. <laughs> I, I showed up for the first few years uh, at the nature, the Summit Nature Workshop with uh, sneakers. And we would go out, and it was late September, so it could be 70 oh, degrees or it could be yeah. 20 degrees oh, yeah. with frozen ground. And to find that your you know, half-inch Nike sneaker isn't going to protect your feet 
your feet are going to, you're going to get frostbite. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I've learned ever since. So, you know, the point is as romantic (laughs) as it sounds to go into the Colorado wilderness, just make sure you're prepared. Okay. I'll go in the summer. (laughs) I also have hiking boots, Alan. Yeah. Take a hiking boots when you're hiking around. It's always a good, good, good good match. Yeah. 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 Yes. (laughs) I'm always on the lookout for any sort of technology that will help me travel lighter. So as I've mentioned many times in the pod before, uh, that's the reason why I love my Leica Cube because it's such a small camera, great form factor, great image quality, and it reduces even the option of carrying more lenses because you can't remove the lens. It's why I love my little 13-inch MacBook. Recently, there's been a shift in charging technology. This this sounds crazy when I'm saying it, but... yeah, and, yep. The chargers that you have with your your phones or your uh, tablets or your laptops are all based on silicon technology. But in the past few years, they've been developing GAN technology, which is gallium nitride technology. It's just a different way to 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 power your uh, electronics in a much smaller form factor. So if you think about your traditional MacBook charger, the gallium uh, nitride version is like 65% the size. Oh, okay. Um, and so the brick that you that. need to carry around is smaller, it's lighter, it's more power efficient, uh, and you can get some pretty good deals on these things. So if you're like me and you travel a lot and you're willing to spend 50 bucks to save a few ounces, then it's not a bad, not not only a few ounces, but more more physical space in your camera bag. Uh, then it's worth it. Look, the less stuff I have to carry around, the better. That's what I'm saying. And you know what? There's a there's a Kickstarter now for yeah. uh, for a really cool. It's a hundred watt charger that has four ports on it: two USB ports and two USB A ports. A hundred watts is enough to charge a 16 inch laptop. It's enough to charge two iPad Pros plus your Apple Watch plus your smartphone simultaneously. And this is saving energy too? No, because ultimately oh, it's okay. still, you know, it's still it. the 100 watts that you need. Okay. But the fact that it has multiple ports on a yeah. single device mm-hmm. is a game changer. But like how quickly is this going to go out of out of existence? Well, it's you know got I mean? it's got the USB-C and USB-A. Okay. Ports on it, so yeah. I think actually this can last for a while, and it's like the size of a deck of cards, which is great. Which yeah. is great. And it's available on Kickstarter now for like 50 bucks, 60 bucks. That's awesome. Yeah, it's raised over a million dollars. Yeah, and the company that, this is not like a startup. This is like an established company that has made technology before and they're using Kickstarter to market it. Mm-hmm. So you'll, you'll definitely get the device. It's, it's totally worth it. Well, before I go out into the woods, I need <laughs> desperately to upgrade my Mark II. I mean, I still- Mark II? <laughs> Mark II. I still shoot- with a 5D Canon 5D Mark II um, that has uh, some gears that like don't function oh, correctly anymore. <laughs> I know it's really annoying when I'm on when I'm on shoots. Uh, so I really would love a Mark. Hey, a Mark III, a Mark Even IV. A Mark yeah, Even Mark a Mark IV Four. would be yeah. fine, a Mark IV. Now, I just want to note that for work, they do provide me with like a nice camera. I'm just talking about my personal gear. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. But um, yeah, so I would love a new uh, Canon body. 
that'd be great. Yeah, I, I know you're not a, a gear person, but it does help to have buttons and dials <laughs> that work properly, right? Yeah, I've, I've noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> so the last thing that I would love to have, but actually, I don't know if I'd love to have it. So Mac just came out with the MacBook Pro 16-inch version. I went to the Apple Store the other day to look at this machine. The display is ginormous. When I was a kid, our living room TV for the f- entire family was 19 inches, mm. right? And it was a huge CRT that weighed like a million pounds. And now you can get a 16-inch laptop that could get you to the moon and back, <laughs> and it only weighs 4.3 pounds. Oh, that's great. Um, it's It was sort of mind-blowing to see this technology, and it's got all the new processors and all this kind of stuff. Alan, why do you need that? Oh, um, Alan, wait, why do you need that? Well, you see, I do a lot of music recording and I do some video processing. And those, unlike web browsing, actually use the processor uh-huh. or the, the graphics processor. And I found, like, you know, we're recording the podcast right now on my laptop. When you have two audio sources, not a big deal. But when you have multiple instruments and you're trying to run like a synthesizer, a virtual synthesizer on the Mac and you have effects, it starts to slow down a little bit. Um, so for that reason, I would love to have a, com- uh, a faster computer. Do I need the 16-inch version? Eh, I wish they had the updated 13-inch version. So maybe I'll just wait another year or two. You know, wait it out. I'll wait it out. This, wait it out. You got a, thir- okay. a nice 13 inch. Yeah, and you know what? The pod sounds Mac. perfectly fine recorded on this 13 inch Mac. I get a lot of compliments <laughs> about how this sounds. <laughs> I'll have you know. All right, my my last. This is like pie in the sky. This is the last time we're ever going to talk about Sarah and the gear that she covets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I would love a Leica camera. I would like one. I find this surprising. Which, well, yeah, me too. Now, which Leica I want? Yeah. I just want the one that Jonah Hill has. <laughs> and why do you want the one that Jonah Hill has? <laughs> because it has the stamp of approval from Jonah Hill. People, you kids, you love Jonah Hill. Oh, yeah. I don't understand it. Well, he's funny. Yeah. And he's been in our lives for a lot, long time. <laughs> You know, that is true. Yeah. Like, I, I grew up with him, you know? He was in Superbad. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a friend. She's 24. And she DM'd me a few weeks ago. And she's like, I would, I just want to meet Jonah Hill. That's, I just love sort that of she's randomly. telling you yeah. that. I was just like, that. what a <laughs> random thing to want, to meet Jonah Hill. That is like, yeah, Gen Z, millennials, we love him. So wait, 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 wait. If if Jonah Hill was walking around with a Canon 5D Mark II, then you'd be like, oh yeah, I got that. I have the Jonah Hill camera. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, d- oh, definitely. Yeah, I'd be like, yo, Jonah Hill and I have the same camera. So it has but nothing if- to do with the technology, nothing to nope. do with the brand. It's just Jonah Hill. It's the Jonah Hill halo effect. It's literally the fact that it's a Leica and that, Jonah Hill uses it. That's it. <laughs> well, you know, as a investment, that M10 will probably hold value, and the lenses will definitely hold value better than the the 5D Mark II that you have. <laughs> I know that I got used, by the way. Yeah. Well, you know, you've shot some great photos on it. So, oh, well, thanks, say? Alan. Yeah. No, but I mean, this like is like eight thousand dollars. Like, I don't. Yeah, and that's just for the body. Oh, I mean, the lenses are like five thousand dollars. Right. That's the problem with Leica. That's the problem with that Pro is, Photo. Yeah. But like that's why the images are so beautiful. Ah. 
Anyways. We can dream. Yes, we can dream. A guy and a girl can dream, can't they? <laughs> yes, we can, Alan. Listen, you know, you had to listen to us two chuckleheads talk about photo gear, but the photo shelter uh, guide that you can download for free talks to real working photographers, many of whom you know. Hey, I mean, I'm one as well. Yeah, you are a, a working photographer. Um, but <laughs> people of Sarah's ilk, not my ilk, not hacks like me. Um, but you can find out the stuff that they have been using that they really love and the stuff that they want from Hanukkah Harry or Santa or whomever's doling out the gifts this year. So get that guide from photoshelter.com slash resources. Have a great holiday season. I hope you get everything that you want. We'll talk to you next time. PhotoShelter is the online leader for photography websites and workflow tools. Archive, distribute, and sell your photos in a mobile-friendly, responsive website. Try one free for 14 days at photoshelter.com slash podcast. Then download one of our free educational guides at photoshelter.com slash resources.